Welcome to Pontoon Runners Off-Road Podcast, your home for all the latest club news and views. I'm Paul. I'm Laura. Okay, so hi everyone. Um, hi Laura. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, uh, we're back at Twin Farms again, aren't we? We are. Uh, it's Tuesday night. Um, hey. I've had some tea. I've just, yeah, tonight, I've just gone straight for the dessert. Yeah. Straight in there. <laughs> there was no main course. No main course, in. no starter. Straight onto the fruit crumble, which was like very nice. True athlete's diet. What have you had? I have had a glass of wine. Okay. Don't tell <laughs> well, anyone, um, it's a school night. I don't normally do this, but I was really cold and I thought a glass of red wine would warm me up. It worked. It worked really well. So what have you been up to? Um... You know, I've been pretty boring lately, just working hard and not doing a lot of social activities. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we went. To, we did do something on we Sunday. We did. We had a long run, didn't we? Yeah. Which was good. So that was my one reprieve out of a week's worth of living indoors, and it was the best decision I made all week. Because you haven't been out running much, have you? No. So have you been applying the use less training method? I, I really have, and I must say, given Sunday's long run, yeah. when that was the longest run I've done for ages, and it went really well, and I didn't have any stiffness, so I think use less is working really so just well. To, just to recap, in case people are listening that haven't heard some of the earlier podcasts, we got a hold of some research that had been done by the Pennsylvania Institute for Sports Science, just briefly, they did a controlled experiment, didn't they? They did. Between a group of athletes that trained really hard and a group of athletes that did no training, and then they monitored the performance when they did a run after the period of study and found there was no significant difference in performance between the group that trained really hard and the group that didn't. Which, which is, is just mind-blowing. Yeah counterintuitive so stuff. so i've but been doing quite a bit of training but it's working for you yeah so um, that's excellent that's good but it was sunday was good fun though wasn't it it was awesome and bearing in mind i was lured into it because i was told it would be about seven or eight miles and i i hadn't run more than about five or six miles for a very long time and then we got to about seven or eight miles and Chris Kenyon was like, no, we're going to go left up Darris, we're going to loop round here. And yeah. I thought, I'm not going to be able to do this. That, I mean, that's when he went left and went all the way down Middle Drive, didn't he? Yes, yeah. all the way, not just a little of the way, all the way. Shall I tell you what happened to me on that run? What happened to you? Runners high. You got the runners high? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's we, what you want. You know when we turned to come back down yeah. Middle Road? Yes, I, and I you just, shot off. I, I just felt I could go for it. It's happened a few times this year. Well done. Yeah, it happened a couple of months ago when Nikki did a session on a Wednesday evening. We were doing hills and we'd, we were finishing the session and we flew down Woodside, which is an easy kind of... Yeah. Got to the bottom and I felt really good. Nice. And I waited for a few people and I thought, oh, I'm just not going to wait. <laughs> you can't because, when you've got the high. Because we were going to go back to the leisure centre and I just went for it down, um, down Middle Drive. Oh, yes. Um, I got this like high, you know. Yeah. I just felt like I was just floating on my feet, just like. You've got to embrace those moments when you get them. Yeah, you've got to kind of like capture it though, haven't you? Yeah. And make it last for as long as possible yeah. because there's a danger that you just burn out, isn't there? Absolutely. Have you ever had it? I've had it a few times, yeah. and normally when I'm on runners high, I have this tendency to overrun, run more than I should be running, and then I either get injured or I burn myself out and yeah. lose my mojo. So it's trying to find that sweet spot yeah. where the runners high can last for a little bit. Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? I got it, it in is. Amsterdam at 20 miles, and I thought I could just like go. At 20 Elliot, miles as well. I know, and Elliot nice. tapped me on the shoulder and said, 
Yeah, hang on there, son. Yeah, still six miles to go. Wise words from Mr. Ward there. Yeah. So I just held back, but it can make you run faster than you should. It can. Because you kind of, mm. you kind of lose it a bit, don't you? you Maybe that's what I get at the start of every single run that I do, because I run far too fast. Oh, and you went just off stop. on Sunday. You were like flying. And I just like, because we were chatting, weren't we, with Danny? Yeah. Right. And we got as far as the diamond, right? Didn't we? Yep. And I'm going, this is too fast for me, I'll see you later. <laughs> and you just went on, didn't you, up to the front? I did, but then after you said that, that made me think, rethink my strategy. Yeah. And then I thought, right, I'm going to chill out a bit. I need to warm and up. it worked really see. well. I need to warm up. Mm-hmm. And Danny was telling me about her lashes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, about is her. Is she going to do yours? <laughs> I would love to see that. Please do it. <laughs> I just want to say for the record now, I'm not going to have my eyelashes done. Uh, not anytime soon, anyway. But no, so Sunday was good. It was a bit chilly, but we got warmed up, didn't we? And it was, it was a good group, wasn't there? There must it have been great. a good dozen of us out yeah, there. Yeah, considering how cold it was. Yeah, it was good. Right, anyway, in this episode, um, we are going to do a few shout-outs because there's a few things that people have been doing. And then mm-hmm. we're going to also hear from Sue Heppel because uh, I went to see Sue last week, last Friday night. And I had a very good chat to her about what we're doing or what she is doing really with uh, triathlon in the club. So um, that's uh, going to be really interesting to hear what uh, she's been up to. So shout outs wise, um, there was thank you Aaron Stevenson again for um, giving us the shout outs. He's our star people. He's our shout outs guy. Yeah. Um, because um, I'm desperately trying to find um, the uh, results for the Simon Side. Um, Cairn Fell Race, which was on Sunday, which is why they weren't doing the long run because they were doing that. Yeah. So um, this was about I don't know, about ten mile up at um, Simon Side, something like that. Ten miles over fells yeah, in freezing cold conditions. Yeah, it's early as well. Anyway, um, Pontino runner Tony Gibson, Toby Gibson came in at 17th overall, and he won his age category, which is miles 45. Amazing. So well done, uh, Toby. Terrific result. Aaron, well done to you. You came in at 55th place, and Dave Legg at 84th, and there were 109 winners altogether. That so, is um, awesome. Um, so if you are interested in fell running, um, anything over nine miles, then you need a certain amount of kit to take with you. You can't just like turn up. So you need... Um, a waterproof whole body cover, so basically uh, over trousers and um, oh, right, a okay. jacket with tape seams, and, in, and, and it's got to have a hood. I remember David Legg telling me this. Mm. Um, you've got to have a hat, gloves, map, compass, whistle, and some emergency food. But for the shorter races, you don't need that. You can just you can just run that in trainers. So if anybody out there is interested in fur running next year. Um, just Google fellrunner.org.uk and you will find a list of requirements that you've got to take with you. That's really uh, helpful. On there. Um, Aaron says he also carries some water, but everybody does, which is just like You madness. would think that would be a prerequisite. Yeah. Anyway, so Aaron sent out um, a great uh, race report. So you basically start at the pub. Nice, I like yeah, it already. Sounds good already, doesn't it? <laughs> um, through a small street, up a hill on tarmac for a mile, and you keep going up a hill for another two miles on tracks. Then there's a stone path, again up, uphill, through a wood and a bog, over some fences, yeah, along a boggy ridge, up a hill, 
as fast as you can <laughs> down a stone track with uneven footing. Lovely. Yeah. Then you go past a Christmas tree. Ah, oh, yeah. I like that. Um, down a big hill, keep going down the hill, and down again on the road back to the pub. Well, I, I like the start and the end very much. I like the Christmas tree and the first mile up a tarmac path. Sounds great. Yeah. I'm not sure about the boggy bits. You get a pat on the back and you get a well ah. done and a cup of soup. I like that. Yeah, and the race fee once the costs are removed um, is split between the air ambulance and mountain rescue oh that's bad yeah, I like that as he well he dares just not to be smiling at the end so it sounds quite good doesn't it yeah I think maybe. that's something that I might do in 2019 actually it sounds yeah. like a really good maybe we should make it 2019 the year we kind of try stuff yeah that'd be good wouldn't it what a good idea because I'm doing the go what are you doing I'm doing the coast to coast and the go try I am doing the lakesman coast to coast man you did coast to coast um, and possibly yeah. a and trail and we do like a fell race and Berlin oh yeah of course we forgot we're doing Berlin Berlin Marathon yeah which is going to be interesting yeah <laughs> to say the least yeah so yeah fell running sounds alright yeah but it just needs a bit of organising unless you do one of the shorter ones which might not be a bad idea really just to get into it but mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good way to get some good fitness yeah you know treat it as a workout well if it's anything like cross country it'll really improve your fitness yeah Okay, so thanks, Aaron, for sending that in. That's, thanks, Aaron. Uh, that's great, and hopefully, um, and well done, you and uh, Toby and um, Dave Leg, on uh, on your achievements. It's a good, good, good result. Otherwise, at coming races, well, I think you know most of them that are coming up on northeastraces.com. You can have a little search on there, and don't forget, we mentioned last time some of the park runs that are happening over Christmas. Yep. So there are there are races happening, uh, park run races happening. Yeah. Oh, on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. And the New Year's Day big triple could be New Biggin, Druridge, and then the Morpeth 11k yeah. if you're up for it. Yeah, yeah we need we need to get some somebody doing that, don't we? Maybe um, the O'Neills. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay, well that's great. So a bit of a quicker quicker roundup um, today. So let's hand over to Sue um, and the interview that I did with her uh, last Friday uh, on the Trathlon News, and then we'll come back with a gear review before we finish. Okay, so hi everyone. I'm here with Sue. Hi Sue. Hi Paul. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Um, this is a regular habit of mine now, Friday nights with club runners and triathletes, and I'm here in your kitchen. Yes. So thank you for your hospitality. No problem. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about triathlon today. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into that though, uh, I've not seen you for a bit. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been very busy uh, in the background of things, because obviously I'm, I'm not around at club sessions anymore with... Uh, arthritis in the knees and not being able to run and things but yeah. uh, certainly being very busy in the background though kind okay. of doing lots of triathlon related activities okay uh well some people may have seen um on facebook um and if they listened to a previous podcast um you picked up some awards recently haven't you tell us about the awards you've just got yeah well um i've been very pleased and very honored to to kind of get the regional uh triathlon england um award for go try organizer of the year um so uh i knew i kind of had my name put forward for that right. um earlier on like towards the end of the summer okay. um but i was still kind of gobsmacked really to to receive the award when yeah. uh, i kind of got news that i would i kind of got the regional award yeah um and then all the regional award winners get their name put forward for the national award and i thought well you know with all the regions in England, mm. I don't stand a chance of getting the national award as mm. well. 
Mm. But uh, lo and behold, I kind of got the national, first ever national Go Try Organiser of the Year award. Mm. So it's absolutely thrilled to get that one. It's, it's great, isn't it? And, and, and in fact, really, the, the Go Trials have been quite a success for Pontillant, haven't they? Oh, yeah, they have. They've done, they've done very, very well. And we've done them for a number of years now. So I think we've been four or five years yeah. now. Um, but we found a little formula that works very well. Um, so we've found, you know, in the early years, we've tried aquathlon, duathlon, um, various different things. But we really found that people like that super sprint triathlon. And that's what gets people in and that's what they want to do. So, you know, in the preceding years, we've just concentrated on that super sprint mm. um, little triathlon, um, which has become very, very popular. And we've increased the numbers um, over the years as well. So we now have a, a little formula. We know exactly how to, to kind of put one on. And we know we can get 70 people through the pool in an hour and do a little triathlon and, and we sell out um, at all our events. So I think it's the most successful kind of numbers-wise event for Go Try in the whole of the um, the country. So possibly that's kind of why um, well, it's so well and got the, got the award. I think there's a couple of points for 2018, really. It, you got that award on the back of what was a very busy year as it was for a Pontyland Tribe because we put on our first sprint trial, didn't we? In, yeah. Um, in, in July. Um, we only did two go tries, but they sold out really. The second one, we had 70 people through. Yeah, we And did. I was talking to people after the event, and they seemed to value the midweek slot. Yeah. The ease of being able to enter it and come along and enter up until quite late. And they like the pool. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that is that mixture. It's the, the super sprint distance. They like it. They, they, the fact that they can just turn up on a Wednesday evening midweek, mm. do that, and they can still do a triathlon and things at the weekend. Um, there's a lot of the triathletes themselves like to come along and use it as a, like a training session. They said it's, it's really nice. It's, it's not an easy course, but it's, it's like tough, but not too tough for beginners. Um, mm. but it's, so it's a bit challenging, um, you know, um, and it's, it kind of really gives them something that they can hone their, their triathlon skills and just gives them that practice. Um, but likewise, again, for people who have never done triathlon before, it's nice distances so people can come along and, and you know, it's still an achievement to do that. A, a triathlon, any triathlon, even a super sprint triathlon, is kind of an endurance event. It's still going to take you, um, you know, it can take you towards an hour for some of the people to, to kind of complete their, their go try. So... Mm still a lot of activity and a big achievement for any of them yeah. to, to actually complete one it's fun to do it in the summer when the days are long and the weather's usually pretty good and yeah. okay well look, um we were very honored to have sam morgan nicholson from triathlon england come and give the awards so let's listen to a little clip when she came along to visit us at the leisure center a few months ago to give you your award an achievement for Sue to become the National Go Try Organiser of the Year. There's, uh, I think there's just under 500 events in the country, so you know Sue's been given you know, the National Award, which is absolutely amazing, fantastic for the North East, especially for so well done. Congratulations. I was going to say, and I couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, Tate Park, Marshall and all the rest of it, so you're all support, so yeah, I couldn't do it without you guys. So. Thank you.
Okay, hey everyone. So uh, I'm joined today by Sam Morgan Nicholson. Hi Sam, how are you doing? Hello, how are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, so you are, what's your job title at Bridge Triathlon? Um, so my job title is Regional Manager for the North East. Okay, great. And, and why are you visiting Pontyland today? Uh, today I'm visiting Pontyland um, because I am presenting a National uh, Triathlon England Award to Sue Heppel for the Go Try Organiser of the Year. 2018. Yes. We're very proud. It's yes, fantastic, proud. isn't it? Yeah. So, talking about Go Try, how important is Go Try to, well, in Britain at the moment, to get people involved in, in triathlon? I think triathlon is a really scary word to some people, and our Go Try concept is to break the three sports down um, into introducing people into the sport of triathlon. Um, it's so important the Go Try concept because it's a beginner level and it's not just the events, you can do the active sessions as well. So that's a stepping stone into the actual events. So you can go along to a, um, a triathlon day beforehand, for, before an event, to do um, some transition work, running, um, swimming, and bike, or you can go just to do a duathlon training day or just a swimming day or then learn how to do front crawl because a lot of people say that. Their swimming is their, their weakest part of the triathlon um, community. So, I mean, the Go Try is um, is doing really, really well, um, and it's really big on 50 percent of women and men taking part in it oh, as well. Good. So, um, it's great for women to be involved in the sport as well. Do you know, do you know roughly how many people across the country take part in Go Try? Do you know, really I can get those Ten, figures for you. Tens of thousands? Um, well, in the northeast, I can tell you that we had last year, um, our figures aren't in for this year yet, we had two, well, 2,543, I think it was, taking part in Go Try exactly. last year. Yeah. <laughs> I only did that because I did an AGM report last week. So, um, But yeah, so the, just, that was just the northeast, so that's just Go Tries, but um, you have other events as well, obviously. I think from our experience, you know, our events have been very popular mm. um, and we seem to. Well, the last event we put on, we had 70 people at the last yes. one last year. Yes. Yeah, it's just incredible. I think as well, we're talking about it's how it's getting people in at the entry level. They seem to forget that you don't need a posh bike or anything, no. do you? No. And a lot of people might be put off by the equipment yeah. as well that people... I mean, yeah, that, 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 as well, we try and get across, we go try that you can just turn up with a, with a bike and pair of trainers and a swimsuit. You, know, you yeah. don't need a wetsuit, you don't need fan fancy goggles, you don't need... Um, yeah, special, yeah, yeah, special helmets, clipping, you know, yeah. trainers or anything like that. You just, yeah. you just need to be confident, and, and you know, not, not even if you are confident, it's the community of Go Try that 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 is welcoming. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the equipment—that's what we try and get across in our message when, when we are putting out Go Tries. And mm. Pontyland is an excellent one to put that across, and you get all walks of life here, which is such mm. a good event. I think as well the pool. Yeah. is attractive for people who aren't yeah. confident swimming um, open water, yeah. you know, so, um, so that's excellent. And the other thing as well, actually, I think people forget about is the duathlons and the aquathlons. Mm. They don't have to do all three yeah. events either, do yeah. they? So no. There's some variation there for people who yeah. aren't perhaps so confident on the swim or, you know, on the bike. Yeah, you know, so. and there's the, the re relay concept as well, so you can come along and do, a, you know, a one team. leg, two leg, but you can have, you have a yeah. team in there as well, so yeah. then that builds your confidence up to the next the next stage to do an event yeah. um, and do it with your friends or family. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so well, that's that's fantastic. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes. I know I grabbed you at short notice and you didn't really prepare, so um, it's brilliant. So you're, you're always welcome from team and to Thank come you. down. And we'll be doing the sprint try again yes. uh, next year. Yes, so, fantastic. Um, did you come to the last one? 
I didn't come to the sprint try. I've right. been to most of you go tries. So. Well, you're welcome. An open invite anyway okay. from Pontian Runners. So thanks Thank for you much for your time. Okay, Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so that was great. Um, so um, let's talk about what you're working on at the moment. And you said you were busy. Yeah. Um, just give us a kind of update on um, what try activities you're working on for the club at the minute. Yeah, so we've got good news. We've um, got our date for our sprint try for 2019. So obviously 2018 was um, the inaugural event for our sprint triathlon. So obviously we've done the go tries for a number of years, but we kind of stepped up and, and uh, put on a proper full triathlon event uh, for the first time this uh, 1st of July this year. Uh, which was a big success and went down really, really well and uh, was very well supported and got really good feedback from the triathlon community, um, especially for um, an inaugural triathlon event. Um, and so, so lots of people kind of gave very positive feedback, said they would definitely come back again. Um, and just like lots of people saying it was the best triathlon they'd, they'd gone to in, in 2018. So that was really, really good considering it's our first one and it was a massive learning experience for us. But you know, we've got a really great club and we've got a really great lot of marshals and, and people who come out and, and help support these events. And, uh, you know, um, so really privileged to kind of have such a really good club um, and a lot of people who are very enthusiastic at helping and, and marshalling and, and just mucking in and helping out these events. Um, but it was great as well because we had, had so many of our club members helping. Um, it freed up a lot of our triathletes to actually partake and the event itself as well and we had some really good results there as well so that was really really good mm. so um we've kind of had uh, all the people who helped out or main members who helped out uh, we've had our feedback session and everybody's kind of said yeah we want to do it again next year so uh we've got our date in the diary of the 30th of june so i've been in touch with the leisure center and that's definitely all booked in there now uh, the booking's there so it's all confirmed so this weekend I'll be busy um, making sure that that event is published on the British Triathlon website. So when you go there to the events page, you'll be able to, to see that event there um, again. And um, the event won't open until the new year, so we don't know exactly what date yet. Um, we're going to open the event but uh, for entries, but uh, it'll be available there. So And that means that if we get it on, on the British Triathlon event entry system now... Um, or on the website now, that will make sure that it gets entered into the regional Grand Prix for next year as well. So that's kind of an important thing that we want to make sure um, if we're in the regional Grand Prix, people will then kind of want to come and do our event to make sure that they can then qualify and get the points towards the regional Grand Prix for next year. So we've got that deadline of the 14th of December, so that's not far away now, um, you know. We're into December, Christmas is nearly here. <laughs> yeah. But now that I've got the pool booking confirmed, which I've managed to do this week, it means I can definitely kind of get that booking confirmed and reserved um, on so the British Triathlon website. So, so the date for the try is the 30th of June? 30th of June, Sunday the 30th of June. So um, it'll be an 8 o'clock start in the morning again, which as people who do triathlon will know is a, a, you know the normal format. We're, we're all very used to kind of early mornings on a Sunday morning through the summer doing triathlon. So uh, so yeah, that's our date in the diary. So get that in your diaries now. So we okay. want to make sure that you know we get another good turnout of club members marshalling and partaking and, and helping out again because we had a really, really great time last year. And uh, you know I think 
we'll have the rugby club down doing the burgers, which went down so well. Everybody mm. enjoyed those. So it was kind of, I think that was kind of quite a nice little treat at the end of, of the triathlon. A lot of the, the um, competitors came back and said that was like just really nice just to get that little bit um, at the after the event to have that there. And, and also, you know, just all, all the other bits that we had there. We had uh, the physios there doing the massages and we had um, coffee the coffee cart as well. That went down well. And, you know, we had really good support from the sponsors, local sponsors and things as well. So I think I'd yeah. say also that even if you're not a triathlete, get involved in the project because from my point of view, I'm, I'm not a triathlete, but I got a hell of a lot out of just being part of the whole team, yeah. putting it together. So marshalling or doing something a bit more in terms of um, the racking or whatever it might be, just don't think that you're not part of this if you're not a triathlete. You can become um, part of the whole project and the event just by volunteering your time and We'll find something for you to do, and everyone was so good uh, last time, so yeah. it's so hard out to follow. But yeah. anyway, so look forward to that. Yes, absolutely. Yes, so, help help out if you can. Yeah. And as you say, you don't have to be a triathlete to take part, um, but just make sure that you know you've got the date in there. Anybody can count lanes in the pool or help give medals out at the end, or as you say, put the racking up and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's there's jobs for everybody. Yeah, indeed, we'll find you something to do, don't yeah. worry, um, and it'll be fun. Um, but also, you're working on, apart from that, you're working on other stuff as well, aren't you? What else are you working on that's exciting yeah. for the Yeah, so club? in some respect, even more exciting, because we've done the events, the Go Tries, for a few years. And although it was big learning curve doing the sprint try this year, and it'll be easy next year because we know what we're doing, um, we're being very, I've been very busy trying to get a junior section up and running. So I think this was kind of first highlighted a couple of years ago at the AGM, where um, some of our members asked about junior sessions and I kind of said, well, the problem is that we don't have enough people volunteering to be coaches. There was just uh, me and Chris who were triathlon coaches at that point in time. Um, so we've kind of worked hard we, um, to get a Sport England grant. So we kind of put one in at the end of last year and it got rejected. So we had to resubmit at the beginning of this year. Um, so we had a lot of help from the uh, regional manager um at Northumberland um active Northumberland and and she was great and uh, with her help to rewrite the Sport England grant this time I got accepted so we've had a number of our members have volunteered to step forward and become coaches so we've been getting those through the qualifications um so we've got a number of ones who've done the level one and they're now doing the level two over the winter um and we've got another uh, one doing the level one now so hopefully later on next year we can get her through our level two as well so we've got a pool now um, certainly by early spring they should all be fully qualified um, so we've got a pool of coaches who are now able to to start doing some coaching and help out um, and also because I met the um, Pontelian Leisure Centre manager this week I spoke to her about pool hire to get some sessions up and running for the junior try so you know, very soon and hopefully in the next few weeks we should have that ironed out as to when we can actually uh, get the junior sessions up and running and when we can start. So we're initially going to start with some pool bookings and pool swim sessions. Uh, so they are going to be on Saturday afternoons from five till six o'clock. So the intention is that we may have for younger ones a shorter swim session and for older ones like the full hour um, but that's all to be arranged at the moment. We just need to get our heads together and kind of sort out exactly what the final details are. But as I say, that's exciting news that kind mm. of, 
you know, hopefully by, I would say by Easter at the latest, we should have some junior sessions up and running mm. at the leisure centre for yes. swim. And then hopefully we can get some swim, um, some bike and run sessions um, shortly after that as well, or maybe at the same time. Who knows? So some of the other developments was about there being more time for adults in the pool. Yeah, that's right. So um, when I met Amy at Huntington uh, Leisure Centre this week, she um, is very keen to get um, more pool bookings in, um, which is a real positive change and very good for us. Um, so what that means for the club is um, on Wednesday evenings, and we're looking at possibly a slot um, after the run session on Wednesdays, so probably a 8.15 to, to 9 o'clock slot, so a 45-minute session, for any adults who are wanting to um, either improve their swim, if they if you feel that you're a little bit weak and you're a bit rusty and you want to brush up on your swimming, um, and maybe take part in one of our go tries this year um, or next year, I should say. And if you want to do that, then you can come along to those sessions. Um, or if you are already a swimmer and you just want to have an extra training session in during the week, um, then we can use that slot again and uh, you know. Um, have a, a, a more competitive-based training session rather than a coach session to for improvers. So if anybody is interested in uh, having an improver session or a training session on a Wednesday evening for 45 minutes, please do get in touch. We're going to be trying to collate numbers um, as soon as possible so we know um, basically how many lanes to book. So we can have one lane and we can have the whole pool if we have enough demand. So... Um, you know, we're hoping to get those sorted as soon as possible. So let me know or David Leveson know as soon as possible if anybody is interested in those and we'll try and get something sorted. And we're looking obviously to deliver some some very high quality coaching. We've got um, earmarked and to have our coaches properly decked out in proper yeah. uh, you know, t-shirts and equipment and hoodies and so on. So everyone can tell that that's the coach, yeah. that's a Pontine and Tri coach. So we're going, to, we're going about it as professionally as possible, really. So yeah. this isn't just like a bunch of people turning up. You know, they are no. going to be uh, properly equipped and qualified and um, experienced enough to be yeah. able to deliver the coaching to young kids. So define a junior. A junior in the um, Eyes of British Triathlon is anybody over the age of eight up to 18 years old. Okay. Um, for Sport England, we are targeting, obviously, the 14 to 18-year-old age group because that is where the biggest drop-off in sport occurs. So um, that's the age group we're targeting. Um, but because we've got the pool availability, we will also be able to take in lower age groups as well. Okay. And obviously, so, go on. I was going to say, I think we're going to probably be targeting from 10 years upwards, but we'll certainly not be targeting the eight years um, upwards at this point in time we need more pool time and we need more about the bigger pool so when we get the new leisure centre we should be able to expand and continue to expand and grow and get grow our number of coaches um, and then expand at that point in time as well. I'll come back to that in a second yeah. but the coaching it's not just about the pool is it obviously, obviously it's about the bike and the run so we'll be coaching yeah. all three disciplines yeah. here, aren't we? So as a fully qualified British Triathlon Level 2 coach, um, even Level 1 coaches, there is a distinction obviously between Level 1 and Level 2. Level 2, you are qualified to take, um, I think it's around 16 children per coach, okay. um, and you can fully write sessions um, for 
all three disciplines. So all coaches can coach all three disciplines and they're fully qualified and insured to do that. Um, so obviously we'll have people who have preferences on different aspects. Like for me, I kind of have a tendency to have preference for the swim. Um, and Chris certainly has preferences for the bike. So we might end up that we kind of split and I don't know how we're going to organise it yet, but we might split and kind of have people who are kind of like have preferences and more likely to do the swim. But I think, you know, we'll, we'll all keep mucking in and making sure we get a good variety of coaches involved in all of all of the three disciplines. And are there um, events for juniors to participate in during the season as well, like as there are for adults? Yeah, there are. So... Um, I'm not the best person to talk to about junior because okay. not I don't have children at that age taking part. But yeah, there's a there's a great range of um, activities and things at that level, and a lot of our coaches who are stepping forward or or members who are stepping forward to do the coaching qualification have got kids who are involved, so they're the ones who really know about all the events and things that are going on in the region. So it's great having them on board as well because they're involved from parent point of view as well, so they're able to input valuable input into to, to what we need to do for, for kids. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they're all good around having fun. And oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's not fun, then yeah. they won't sustain their interest in triathlon yeah. or their kids. And certainly yeah. from our club philosophy is always about take part, have fun. I mean, everybody who knows from the running point of side of things as well, everybody mucks in. We have a good, great time. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is all about just everybody mucking in together and having fun and enjoying themselves and you know improving their performance yeah. personal personal performance and that's that's what it's all about it's the fun and enjoyment and improving yourself and, and kind of being the best you can be and just just finally then thinking about the pool and you mentioned that there are going to be some extra sessions available for the pool now but also how does the what's the new pool going to be looking like and do you know um, so the new pool is going to be a six-lane pool. The the current pool is just a four-lane pool. Um, but also um, the current standard for all the pools in the region are that they're a um, six-lane pool with a, a separate training pool. So it means that things like on a Saturday morning, if there's kids' sessions in the in the training pool um, or the, of the training pool, that there's still a main pool that can be used. So it gives the, the pools a lot more capacity to actually do teaching and to the open for the general public as well but it also means if we want to hire a pool we've got six lanes instead of four lanes so we can get much more capacity through the pool so for juniors it means we could take all age ranges um, and it also means because there's more flexibility in the number of hours that they have available because we've got two pools that we can get more adult sessions in there as well. So the training pool is a separate pool to the six-lane pool? Yeah. This isn't two so lanes of the six lanes? No, it's two separate pools. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so be... that's the standard for Northumberland now, that the pools are like that. Okay. It's exciting times ahead, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that pool is probably not going to be open until 2020. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, by then we will have established ourselves, hopefully... Mm. We'll have another sprint try and draw about maybe two, depending on when that pool opens yeah. in 2020. And we'll be a year of experience of getting the juniors up by then. Yeah. So it's exciting stuff. It could be a powerhouse for try company in Pontelland. Absolutely. And I think, you know, from we've always said as well that from a triathlon club point of view, I know we're from a running club and that's where we've grown into triathlon as well. If you look at all the other triathlon clubs in the region, what they really are is a swimming club 
they don't offer the run, they don't offer bike, it is purely around the swim session. So for us as a club to have the running background that we have and then offer the swim as well, there's no other club that does that. You usually have to go to your Harrier club to get your run in and your triathlon club to do your swim. So for us to kind of be able to do both is great. Um, and there's not many that are doing the juniors, but the juniors, where there are, they do seem to be very successful as well. So If only they built a track. Yeah, I know, that's even downside, <laughs> isn't it? We don't have a track, but, you know. Hey-ho, we best not go down No, no, no. We don't no, want to be no. for yeah. the pool, do we? So that's been great um, getting an update from you um, on behalf of everyone at the club. You know, we're very appreciative of what you're doing for the club. Um, and we're right behind you. Um, everyone, I, I'm sure, is going to uh, offer their, uh, their their skills where we can uh, to, to support you and volunteer. Um, so congratulations again on your awards. Thank you. Um, thanks for your time. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you again soon. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So that was great. Um, there's an awful lot happening with triathlon. Um, Sounds really exciting for 2019 yeah, yeah. and 2020. And 2020, yeah. So sprint try next year, extra sessions for adults, for us guys and ladies on Wednesdays. Um, go try events. It's great. And for yeah. somebody like me who's just getting into triathlon, it's yeah. really exciting time and, uh, to be doing it. And uh, well, me and the cycling coast to coast. So if I do a bit of swimming, yeah. then that's a little go try there. So. So well done. Anyway, listen, let's KMS. Yes, have they been back in touch? They've been back in touch, right, yeah. Have they sent you because a little Christmas box? They have. Oh, just one in the Christmas box, because it's a very special one. You know, a couple of episodes ago, um, I did that gear review of that kind of like shirt with the special fabric. Yes. Just just briefly, it had like special um, synthetic fibres inside. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. With the metallic fibres that were mixed in with it that could sense, um, that could take readings off your body. Yeah. And the additional sensors, which could air conditioning. Oh, this, this is like that, only it's, you know, when you're doing cross country and it's a cold day. Yes. The extremities of your body get cold, don't they? Yeah, they do. Well, this is for when your feet get cold. So what they've done is... I'm going to love this. What they've done is, you're never going to, you're going to love this, right? Because you know the fabric in socks? Yeah. Well, they've woven in this metallic, these metallic fibres again. And they've connected it to an app. So it heats up. It keeps your feet warm. I will be all over them. You know, Once you just, your toes get cold, that's it. I'm ruined for the rest of the day. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, but the beauty about this is you can wear them indoors. Oh, so you so know you just put underfloor heating in your yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do that for? I know. What a waste of money. Yeah. Could have just got some socks. You get some socks oh. and they heat up and you walk around the house with them. That's amazing. As well. That Doesn't is Doesn't stop amazing. there, Laura. Oh, what's next? You know how they differentiate these these manufacturers, don't they? Yeah. They give you like a little intro- introductory product and then they give you like a higher end model, don't they? They always do. This is yeah. how the world of work, you know, it's how business works. So the first ones that they sent me were like short socks. They're short, you know, like the ones I'm wearing now. Yeah. Just go to well, ankle. Ankle socks. Go to the ankle. So they do like long socks, like like compression mm. ones that go yeah. up to your behind your calves. It's gonna be lush, isn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine? That'll be so nice. Heated calves. Oh. oh. I just wear them all day, yeah. every day. Oh, I would. Regardless I would. of whether I'm training or not. Yeah. So, what a great idea. And they've got like, um, 
like a SIM card. Yeah. It connects to your phone via Bluetooth. And like the Hive, you can control the temperature so cool. up and down. So if you're getting a little bit too toasty, you can turn it down. And if you're getting like really cold, you can turn it back up. That's brilliant. Do you know what that'll be great for? What? Skiing. I know we've got a lot of skiers in the club. Right. I would be all over them for skiing. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do they do gloves as well? They I would love some gloves. They do gloves. I mean, you, 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 you kind of, yeah, you know, one present at a time. Mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they do do gloves. Yeah. Pretty good, isn't it? That is brilliant. So um, I thought I'd share that with you because they were really good. I tried them on the other day. Did you? So how did they feel? Do they feel soft? Like you can't tell. You can't tell. No, it's as if they were even there. That's amazing. You know. Um, where they could improve it is they're going to come in twos. Yeah, yeah, they could definitely do with a three pack. Three. They need a three, really. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, um, that's just uh, just nitpicking, really. You know, they're they're a great they're a great product. They keep your feet warm. You can wear them indoors, right, as well as outdoors. So good. And you so, can wear them, like, if you're doing cross Can you get them wet? So, say you ran in through a puddle. The problem that is going to be, you might electrocute yourself. Yeah, no, I don't want to have electric so, feet. <laughs> so, you've got to be a bit careful, because I know you like splashing in the puddles. I do, you said this last love week, it. Right? So, when, when, what happens, when you see a puddle, right, you have to jump over the puddles. Right, okay, that's Otherwise. an extra incentive to keep running. Yeah. <laughs> what if it starts to rain? <laughs> Uh, well, it's got a little bit of protection right, on the okay. top, so the rain's coming down from from above, isn't it? Right. Right. So there's a bit of um, a protective shield on there, but so it's, it's just kind underneath, of really. Water yeah. resistant, yeah, rather yeah, than waterproof. waterproof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So if you sell this out in the shop, so I hope you get one for Christmas. Me too. If anyone's listening, if yeah. Santa's listening, <laughs> that is what I want. <laughs> Have you been good all year? I've been great. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Okay, folks, well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.